There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. Welcome to the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host. We've got the one and only Lord Seth Vilo. Aloha to everybody and all other greetings in other languages. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and we've got the wonderful Shark Finnegan. Hello. And we're here to bring you another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. And boy, uh, did stuff happen this week. Uh, but <laughs> uh, a little. Not just in like... Stuff not is like, still happening now. I know. I, it's worse is like, it's worse is going to be like, after the show comes out, something else is going to come out too. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, a thousand percent. They've announced already there's news happening yeah. on the Sunday yeah, of there's the world, of which is literally in about maybe 11 hours from now. Yeah, spoiler, we are not something. we are not yeah. talking live when you're listening to this in your car. Like What? I know, it's Sh- crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, you would be surprised at the number of people that think that is happening. So. I mean... I mean, I did when I was young too. Like, and then when I saw my teachers outside of school, I was like, "What are you doing here? Yeah, <laughs> why? You, what?" When I was a when I was a young kid, I used to think that the TV shows would come on when I wanted to. I thought they were when on I demand. Was... Like, but the problem is, this is very unrelatable to the youth today, right? Because they just turn on Netflix or Disney Plus and watch whatever. <laughs> and when I was when I was four, I was like, "Man, I really want to watch Family Matters." And then it would be five thirty, and it was on at five o'clock, and I'd be like, "Oh man." Oh. Uh, to be fair, it took me a very long time to realize that was the case. Was because they have you could to like miss the show. the show. Well, I thought I thought like the TV station would just play the show when I wanted them to play the show. No, Dad, no, Dad. It says it says in front of a live studio audience. That means yeah, 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 the yeah. studio audience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's right now. <laughs> I remember when primetime TV was an event. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, back in the day. Remember TGIF on ABC? Okay, that was the thing. Uh, uh when you were a kid wonderful world disney and all that Good yep ass. yep yep oh man but yeah uh, this isn't the uh reminiscing about us being old podcast yet yet well okay so uh this is a complete uh aside but my uh my wife this morning goes oh you've got a you've got a gray hair in your eyebrow oh and I was no just like, I, was, I was like that's like the wrong place oh no because <laughs> i mean okay I, I mean, some people probably haven't seen it on stream because it's very subtle, but like I have been graying for a while now. Uh huh. <laughs> like yep. a very long while. I, I hear you, my guy. <laughs> I, I've been, I've been graying for a bit, which is fine. It's, it's like accelerating as of late. 
Yeah. Well, I don't I don't have a problem with like my hair graying because it like I get I have like that silver gray, you know? Mm. So I'm going to look good, you know. Uh that's what I tell myself at least. And <laughs> uh, so like I don't mind, but when she found it in the eyebrow, something in me broke. <laughs> I'm like it's supposed to happen on the head, <laughs> not not anywhere else. Uh when I yeah. when I had facial hair that happened to me a lot where there was like either oh. the silver ones randomly or like the ones that are totally not my hair color, like randomly red ones, and it was just what the heck is going on? I, I definitely, yeah. I definitely have the silver in the beard. I definitely have that. I have a few, not too bad in the kind of in the beard. Whenever it comes out, uh, it's more for me, like uh, kind of the side of my head, like side yeah, area. That's got, like it's just the stray ones there. Not really, mm-hmm. not eyebrow yet. Thank they God. they were straight. <laughs> they were straight at first. Uh, that's how it starts. <laughs> No, my, uh, so my hairstylist, I was, uh, when I first talked to her, I, I go, I apologize. There's a couple of gray hairs. And so the first thing she says to me, <laughs> the first thing she says to me, we have a great rapport now. First thing she says to me when we meet is, Oh, no, there's more than a couple. Uh, and then, <laughs> uh, and then, and then the other day I went to get my haircut, like maybe a month or two ago. And she, she goes out of nowhere. She goes, I just, I'm just saying, like, compared to the first time I cut your hair. You know, a couple of years ago, oh, no. there's a lot more than there were no. before. And I, I was just like, I'm like, yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> Hear that, folks? If you've been playing Pokemon since the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm OK with gray hairs. Like, it's going to look fine. I, my dad always gra- my dad grayed early. So I was kind of prepared for this. Uh, yep. Uh, so I, I, I've been prepared for the gray hairs for a very long time. I just wish it would, honestly, I wish it would just come in faster and get it over with instead of having like this awkward <laughs> middle stage. Yeah. Where there's just like random gray hairs. But, oh, man. Okay. Okay. Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. That's what we're here for. I actually have some Pokemon stuff to talk about. I Heck do yeah. too. I, I, I hit, I hit a milestone this week. Yes. I saw this. Ooh. I hit a milestone this week and I'm going to shame both of you. <laughs> oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I got that's it. what this is about. I got it. I got it before. I don't you. know what this is. Okay. Go ahead. What do you, uh, okay. So I hit level 40 in Pokemon Go after seven oh. years. <laughs> Finally. Um, you know, the way I did it was I became best friends with Mark oh. from the podcast. He is my second Puckle best friend. Uh, I would oh, just like to shame, shame. I would like to shame all of you for not opening my gifts. I'm sorry. For a long time, my bag was too full, and then I just stopped playing. You can actually just turn off the bag thing if you click just the ignore it, and then you can open gifts anyway without getting items. Fun fact. Oh, uh, to be fair. Oh we're, yeah. Let's see. Uh, we're two hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're to, something. I need to play it more. We're I, something. I, I became best friends with Mark, and I hit level forty, and uh, that makes two Puckle people I'm best friends with. Rip. Uh, well, uh, two Puckle co-hosts, two Puckle co-hosts, there's, uh... How much friends are we It's Sig- Sigma. I know. I know, we've only driven hours in cars together, it's fine. I know, right? And we're about to drive a few more. <laughs> like, yeah, we're about to do a few more, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but are we really best friends, Seth? That's all I'm saying. Like, Apparently not! <laughs> we, we'll stay at each other's houses, but will we, <laughs> will we be best friends? I don't know. <laughs> Pokemon Go says no. Right. Oh, we're only two stars. Oh gosh, I feel I know. terrible. I know. How many, I'm just days? Say- How many days? I don't know. Seth, we're not best friend. We're not even. Friends. I don't even we think we're friends yet. That. Oh my gosh! I've just I've ruined your lives. In a second here. I've ruined your lives. <laughs> yeah i I also went to a I went to a league challenge on Monday 
or not Monday. No, it wasn't a league challenge. I went to uh, wait, league. Wait, wait, no, wait. That's I went. I went to. <laughs> I went to league on uh, on Monday uh-huh. to practice TCG to get ready for Pittsburgh, which still has an open registration, by the way. And I'm really concerned about that. I'm hoping it will after Worlds is done. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping. Track. But I was. Uh, I I went because I'm like, oh, the world's the world's competitors that are at my le- local league will probably be gone. Uh, and I won't have to deal with that, and I can just, like, kind of relax and go play, like, Reggie Drago or something. Mm-hmm. And so I built Reggie Drago real quick, but I was really tired that day, too. And my wife was actually, she was like, no, just go play. Like, you want to practice. Like, you want to do it. And so I was like, fine. So, like, I hurried up, and I put Reggie Drago together, and I ran out the door. Mm-hmm. And I I got to League, and, uh, well, one, it was Obsidian Flames re- pre- uh, release week, so they actually did a free, like, win-a-box tournament at League instead of League. So way more people mm. showed up. And so I was like, oh, man, I really am not in a place where I can do five rounds tonight. <laughs> uh, and so I started playing Reggie Drago and I can't hit a DTE to save my life. Right. Typical Arceus problems. So I do a deck search and I can't find any DTE. Oh, no. Uh, and I was like, oh, man, are they all prized? And so I almost actually win this game, by the way, uh, <laughs> by manually attaching and powering up Reggie Drago's wow and then i but then i looked at i I picked up my prize cards after i left um and there were no dtes uh because i was so Did tired you... and i i hurried up and built that deck so fast that i left the four you dtes on my desk you forgot the dtes yeah i forgot oh. the dtes so i went i went after round one i'm like i'm dropping i'll see you guys later wow <laughs> i would have won that game if i would have hit a dte like at any point yeah. Like, if I would have hit a DT, I would have won that game, uh, which made me feel funnier about that deck to begin with. No, nah, man, this card says drive home and pick up your energy that you need. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's essentially what I... I'll be right well, back. I was just like, I'm tired anyway, so I came home and I just played I played live with you guys. and uh, Yeah, that was fun, though. But I, I, Well, honestly, I think I get more out of that sometimes than just going to League. Like, League is... I, I like going to League only, if anything, for my nerves, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, I still get, and I, I understand how this works because um, I used to be, like, a competitive bowler, right? And I guess I still am to some extent. Like, I still I still bowl, but I do so with uh, different intentions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, uh, I, like, I understand, like, getting nerves, and you, they eventually go away if you do it enough, which is kind of where I'm going to, where I'm trying to get to. But, like, you know, I also have anxieties. And so every time yeah. I walk in there, they go, I'm just like, I'm not a real TCG player like these guys. But then, like, I, I like, I realize how ridiculous that is almost as soon as I think it, because it's just like a bunch of 18 year olds, right? Like, yeah. Like they're talking about how, getting their allowance money together so that they can afford their GLC deck or something. Yeah. For me, it's just there, there really is a lot to that muscle memory, you know? Because there, there is part of that too. Yes. You have to be careful. There's a habit. There's a habit yeah. I'm trying to correct now where I don't accidentally flash the bottom card of my deck to my opponent when I'm putting yes. my deck down. Yes. So I'm I'm changing how I shuffle now, which is taking a lot of mental energy whenever I put whenever I go to shuffle it and stuff like that. So that's that's, that's a lot. Like mental fortitude is really big, especially when you play nine rounds, right? Like Yeah. And just correcting physical habits to make your gameplay better. Like Yeah, especially because I, I know rounds. I've definitely like I'll admit it, I've seen a guy you know accidentally show me the bottom card of their deck and they accidentally revealed a tech card that they have in their deck and it changed how i played yep because i mean if you're gonna if you're just gonna show me what you're playing by accident or by carelessness i'm gonna use that information like (laughs) 
No, I, I don't blame you. I like no, it's definitely just a lot. There's a lot of muscle memory, which is why we probably yeah. need to start doing webcam stuff soon. Yeah, yeah, we need to. Just for our sake. And yeah, we'll we'll start doing that soon. But yeah, that that's this has been my story. Other than like I got a box of obsidian flames and apparently you can pull every Charizard under the sun very easily. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it turns out there's just no cards in this set. Uh other than that, yeah. Other than Charizard and like Pidgeot. And even my wife. So my wife doesn't play competitively, but she collects, right? Mm-hmm. And so we were just like opening the pack. So one, one, we pulled three of the four Charizards out of one booster box. Are you kidding me? What? Yeah, yeah, we pulled three. There's four Charizards in the set, which is very annoying, by the way. Oh, and she pulled three of them. Uh, she pulled the uh the one hundred dollar one, like the big money one that everybody wants. Ooh. Um, she pulled that. Uh, I'm mostly happy because I don't have to buy it for her to finish her collection. Yeah, <laughs> and. Then she pulled the uh, she pulled the silver full art, which I think is the better looking one, honestly. Yeah. Uh, which people are valuing at like twenty five bucks right now. Like once once Monday hits, all these prices crash. Oh yeah. And then we, she also pulled like a regular Charizard EX as well. And so like there's that's like a deck's worth of Charizards right there. No kidding. Yeah. And she pulled a Pidgeot EX full art at the same time out of the same box. And I'm like, the well, that's all the, the cards. Alt- but she, she, not being a Pokemon TCG player, goes, uh, there's, like, no trainer cards. Yeah. Uh, and I go, yeah, there's, like, 12 in the set because it was made from, it was made from, I'm like, imagine you take a set that it was just a bunch of theme decks. And she's yeah. like, yeah. And I go, yeah, that's what this is. That's the, there's a lot of starter deck things, like the Clefable EX that we got. Yeah. Like, that's, that is what this set is. It's literally a bunch of Japanese starter decks plus, like, one set. Put yeah. it, shoved all together. But yeah. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I capitalized. That's okay. You know what I've been doing? Oh, what have you been doing? Watering your plants? Baldur's Gate, baby. Oh, man. I've been thinking about buying it, though. It's so fun. Like, it really is a, doing a good job of just being D&D the video game. I okay. started a little single-player one just to kind of get the idea of what was going on. I played with some of my friends online in a four-person, two separate four-person games, and we're getting through the little beginning bits and having a blast in my third one i was a druid and right when we got out of the out of the ship or whatever i just experimented i turned into a cat and i was like oh okay this is awesome this is really really (laughs) cool and you know my brother was online and he was saying oh shoot that i've seen a lot of little cubby holes where we can't get in because he's gotten way farther in his own safe i've got seen a lot of little holes where we can't get in but now i realize that's what that's for you that's for you to get into. We're going to be, we're going to get through things so easily. And so that'll be that. And then another guy in that same one was like, huh, I wonder if, and then he walks up to me, the cat, picks me up, throws me, deals yes. three damage and pops the cat. And there pops out my, my character's body out of the cat. And it's just like, what did you do? How did you blow up my cat? You monster. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was the funniest couple minutes I've That's ever hilarious. seen. But that's such a good game, and I haven't even gotten that far into it. I'm just kind of. I'm thinking about picking it up. I am oh, thinking about it. Get it. It's so good. Oh, what about you, Shark? You been up to anything? Uh, the aside from kind of following what's happening at Worlds right now. Yeah. Uh, the big thing that I've been doing is I've been doing some draft league stuff. Specifically, Ooh. I got into a Wi-Fi draft league. Oh yeah, I heard Ooh. about this. You told me about this, and you're making sixty minute matches work. Yes, because oh. that's how they they've started it. You can set up a friendly competition where yep. you basically have to you have to set it up 
a day in advance at least you could yeah so you can't you you can't like you can't just like i like it because it forces it's like more accountability to make sure that people actually show up scheduling oh yeah (laughs) yeah a thousand percent scheduling it makes it harder you can only have one friendly competition at a time so it does like kind of force a little ownership there yeah but you can totally set up timer it's basically you set up a time range for the tournament which is one to three hours i default to three hours because Mm -hmm. that's how it makes the Mm -hmm. most sense you can set up the rules whether it's like any pokemon whether it's uh the official rules whether it's just like any with flat you know set it to level 50 you know that kind of thing and then you have as well you can set the time length of the match and how much time each player gets Mm-hmm. Like my league has been defaulting to like 20 and 20 minute timers per player and 60 minute for the whole match, which is more than enough. Most of my matches have tended to run about 15 to 20 minutes, which is not bad. Yeah. But, Weak. But that does mean that I've like doing this enough times now. I was like, well, you know what? That might be time that Puckle returns back to OU on cart and that would be make it a awesome. nice league night here. I think we should do it for a league night, like the Puckle League Nights. This sounds like a great idea. I'm not against yeah. it at all. Yep. Oh, you on cart, guys. Mm-hmm. Baby, woo! I will try to host it this month. This I'll play a stone yeah. game. No, we need to do it. Uh, we need to do it. All mm-hmm. right. Well, uh, I'm going to cut our intro short here. Well, it's actually very long. Short. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, we do have some news to talk about, so let's uh, cue that epic music. Welcome to the news. There was I don't I don't understand how the news document this week is this long, even though the topic this week is news, uh, right? <laughs> um, so Just spread it all out. Yep. Yeah, uh, the first thing, because I don't really want to cover this in the presents go over, is uh, the Pokemon TCG for Game Boy uh, and Pokemon Stadium Two got released for the Nintendo Switch Online after the presents this week. Uh, they even include the IR functionality for using Card Pop. In, T- in the TCG Game Boy game, which is actually better than the one that they had in uh, in the 3DS Virtual Console. Huh. Um, I, I yeah. also I, I saw a lot of people complaining that we didn't get like proper Pokemon um, as like Virtual Console releases, and I, uh, yeah, I well not Virtual Console, but uh, NSO releases it, at, at all announced. Yeah, yeah. Well, I they're I, so I want it, but they're not gonna. Ugh. No, no, no. It okay, okay. So you say this, but if you actually look at the history of the virtual console on 3ds right in the history of the virtual console on 3ds um we had this game and actually pokemon puzzle challenge for the game boy color come out way before the other ones did and i don't know if they kind of just do that as a hey what's the like as like a you know testing the waters to see how good it is mm-hmm. um there you also have to remember there's going to be a lot of things that they're going to have to change for the pokemon games um, yeah, because connectivity is obviously going to happen, and it's obviously very much already in NSO. But um, the one thing they have to change is you can't have cloud saves, right? Uh, yeah, Pokemon doesn't want cloud saves, and for good reasons. Um, most of them existing because of whatever. I by uh, my honest opinion is that we will get something of this sort at some point. We will get Pokemon. And everybody's like, well, the Switch is going to die, and uh, dollars to donuts. I never see that on the show, but I like saying it. 
Um, my money is that the Nintendo Switch 2 that comes out next year, uh, if the rumors are to be believed, uh, will mm-hmm. not be as much of a change as people think it is. Yeah, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I thousand percent that I believe that a thousand percent. They're not going to change it. I believe you will be. It will be entirely backwards compatible with the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, and that it is literally. It's going to be more akin to upgrading your PC than anything else. Yeah, Um, it's probably hope. It's probably more so because honestly, as as somebody in the electronics industry, um, it is my opinion that it we've kind of hit like the maximum we're going to be able to do. (laughs) without like very incremental incremental improvements um and if people could yell at me and be like but the steam deck that should so much better there was that quote-unquote superconductor news this week oh don't even get there don't get me started on (laughs) lk99 don't get me started on lk99 uh but that's like directly my field actually i know (laughs) don't get me started on lk99 i knew Uh, i could throw out that bait (laughs) uh but it was uh yeah, it, like you're only gonna get so far, and even if you look at the, like the Steam Deck, has anybody who says the Steam Deck exists as like an argument against the Nintendo Switch being underpowered actually held a Steam Deck? I part of me wanted one, but then ugh, I'm no. gonna tell you that they weigh significantly more than a Nintendo Switch, <laughs> uh, because I have held one, and they are very hefty. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's that's how they fit all that power in there is because they like bulked it up like crazy and i mean not to mention like thermal issues but that's a whole other thing um but yeah moving on we have some other Uh, things going on also i am excited about playing the tcg on switch because i enjoyed the the, i have the virtual console Mm -hmm. one on my ds and now it's like i get to do the coin flipping executor deck on the switch (laughs) that's my that was a fun little game a long time ago I, that's uh, my little favorite deck because it just. I like really wish they would, coins flipping. I would love like a modern hilarious. version of this. I would love a right? modern version of mm-hmm. of that game. It would be great. But uh, Seth, d- 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 let us on to the yeah. new things. Yeah, speaking of other Nintendo Switch Online things, some Pokemon themed icons have returned, and there are some Yay. new ones added. So week one, apparently, you can get Mew and Mewtwo added to the old lineup. Uh, they refresh on Tuesday evenings for the next five weeks. And I think it says here week three and four uh, look the most new stuff look look like the most have the most new stuff with the new elite four members and Ogre Pond and Terrapagos in it. So if you want to have a new Yay. icon, you can grab those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny enough, five weeks isn't that when Teal Mask drops? Ooh, uh, just about just actually. About right. Yeah. Uh, did he shark? It's you now. All right. Uh, they have a new animated short series uh, called Paldean Winds, releasing September sixth. Uh, it's very similar to like the Twilight Le- Wings and Hisuian Snow ones in that terms of like really high quality animation for the short series. So mm-hmm. that that does look pretty good so far, just from the little trailer they dropped during the present. It's worth a watch. Probably just gets you hyped for the DLC coming up here. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, additionally, uh, let's see, they, they showed a trailer for the new anime on the presents, uh, but they also did not tell us when it was happening. Yeah. Uh, as is usual, the new, like, Horizons looks interesting based on what I have seen come out of Japan so far. Um, I am still shocked mm-hmm. that we don't somehow have, like, a simulcast with a sub. Yeah. At, it's the year of our Lord 2023 Pokemon, just throwing it out there. Come on now. Uh, mm-hmm. And oh, well. uh, th- continuing, uh, by the way, there's probably going to be some no- new news uh, coming out all month, in all honesty. Yeah, uh, because We're at uh, that the, point, 
the Pokemon Worlds ends uh, to tomorrow as of recording, yesterday as of release, and it, we will be able to get a bunch of new news, uh, or at least something that explains like a new TCG mechanic, maybe, um, and potentially something that uh, explains uh, some new mechanic in the DLC for competitive Pokemon. Yeah, they've said mm-hmm. something's coming tomorrow morning, so who knows? Yep. Or during closing, I don't know if that's I think in the morning it, I think it's whatever. actually t- this like within like the next couple hours for us. It all actually, yeah, that's well, uh, we've got the top four now for TCG, so they have to do their things, and then it's yep. the closing ceremony after that. Yep. yep. So yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's, whatever. Uh, it's it's soon. Yeah, no, it'll be it'll be either tonight at like you know seven eight east uh, like eight eastern ish, or it'll be like after all the final matches, which then yeah. would put it you know like at. 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Yeah, know. our time. When you yeah. wake up, we'll be like, "What the heck did they drop?" Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. All the uh, all our British and European and Australian friends will be like, "Oh my goshing!" Before us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, additionally, uh, influencers were invited by Pokemon World, so uh, we're given a tea set with the DLC logo and the date 82223 on it as well. I'm real curious about whatever uh, that is. Uh, Macho Sinistry incoming. Here we go. I hope so because that'd oh. be cool. What they did this before, so they'll do there. There'll be something. It's it was definitely like a smaller drop, but it's definitely like regional form level type yep. of. Th- I'm trying yeah. to remember what they did last time. They dropped a Pokemon. Just don't remember which. They one. definitely did. I don't either. They did Cyclozar <sighs> last. Last. I mean, not the world's one, oh. but the one with the the T. Like the, they the, they oh, did this thing drop. where they gave the a bunch of influencers oh, a box with the date. It might have been uh the. Uh, what's the dog's name? Grievard. Yeah, it might have. Oh, been that's Grievard right. That that's time. right. It was. It was. It, it might was, have been Grievard. It's someone like that. It was someone yep. in that realm. You're right. All right. Take us to Scarlet and Violet news, Seth. You betcha. So Mewtwo raids are coming in September. Um, it, in the lead up to that, though, Blissey are back alongside offensive Pokemon like Scizor and Hydreigon. Then yeah. later, defensive Pokemon Hatterene and Florges, I guess. Those so, are extra. Addition, those are extra Pokemon to grab alongside. They typically run, yeah. Like when they do the raid events, there's also they like the seven star raid, but they also have two big six star or five star raids that you can grab. That usually okay, help out. Yeah. They either have good matchups yeah. for it or something like all these. The rewards they give you uh, are gonna help power up your Pokemon. Like I think the Scizor yeah. and Hydreigon will drop like Sword Stance, Nasty Plot. Uh, Blissey will drop a ton of terror shards so this is like mm. good way like if you're trying to get your pokemon set up for the dlc in general this is a good way to just start grinding up these mm-hmm. get get all your resources get your experience candies get your you know this that and the others it'll make your mm-hmm. life super easy yeah but in addition to the mew too we've also got mew being just distributed to everybody and the whole gimmick behind that was that it has a random terra type so it's quote unquote your own personal mew and uh, you can do that it's by something. entering the code get your mew with the o obviously being a zero yep. now through September seventeenth. So grab your mew, folks. It's a mythical, and it's a I, legitimately obtained mythical. Yay! I kind of like that. I like the idea of getting yeah. your own mew. I think it's very cute. Uh, I also really like the idea of. Uh, I wish it wasn't like terra types. I wish it was just like here's a random marker set of marks it can have. Yeah, that'd be uh, funny. That, that like you could get, and then it feels more personalized to you at mm-hmm. that point. Like they have uh, one of those titles or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. To be fair, it's all about oh, well. getting the mightiest mark on it anyway when it fights the Mewtwo. So yeah. Oh yeah. 
All right, uh, Shark, we got other things happening. Yeah, one of the new features that was that's just generally going to be updated throughout with DLC is that they're going to do mass outbreak events. So in addition to having these raid events, they will have more outbreaks centered around certain Pokemon. The first one being Clefairy, with a higher yeah. chance of having an upbeat starting these are specifically the for, September. These are specifically for like the Pokemon with uh, in the DLC, too, that they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. They appear, yeah, it'll be in the regular area and the DLC. So I think it's to make the Pokemon more area. available to people who don't have the DLC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah which because I, they're going to the base game too, which is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, King Gambit's not banned from OU. Moving on. Yay. Pokemon Unite. Seth, tell us more. Yeah, we've got Mewtwo Y hitting the field on the 17th. So we've got just a few days till that comes out. It sounds terrifying. And- uh huh. Yeah, they've been really going hard with the legends and how crazy they are upon release. But you know that's a strategy cycle where you make something really strong on release, then nerf it back to the down. You know, after yep. people have bought it. But anyway, taking off my tinfoil hat as of recording, um, right now anyway, the Unite World Champion is Luminosity, go- becoming back-to-back World Championships. But we'll see if that remains true here by the time this show comes out and it's all done. So. Yay. Oh no, that is no, that's no, the no, that is the actual oh, they're winner. done. They're done. Done. Yeah, they're done. done. That's it. Yeah, oh, they, okay. Well, they were the congratulations. Unite, they were the first and second United champs. So. Oh, okay. Yep, that's the, That's right. Yeah, they're Good the best them. team in the NA right now. So yep. well done. Yep. All right, uh, Pokemon Go. You've got this. Uh... All right, the Noxious Swamp event runs from August nineteenth through the twenty second, and as well for uh, coming in September, you're gonna the Paldean Pokemon are gonna start arriving in Pokemon Go. Exciting! You'll get Savile, hey, Savile, Score Buddy, and Grookey all cry. Oh, they're <laughs> they're not in the game yet, aren't they? I think you're right. Oh, well. What the heck? I yeah, am right. Hold on. I hold am on, right. Oh no. <laughs> It might just be yeah, just had that brain. Yeah, they have a bunch of Galar Pokemon. Like they, this event right now for Worlds, they have Wulu. They've got Squibbit uh, in the game generally. But I think you're right. Oh my god, I am right. I know I'm right. Oh no, I, Pokemon Go is funny. <laughs> Why did I just now oh, notice dear. that? Oh no, Pokemon Go is Poor funny. Guys, uh, in the TCG, they announced a new TCG animation called Path the Peak, and I'm gonna re- I'm gonna read this news bit as R Sigma wrote it. Um, the main character uses an Oddish to ensure Claude watches. The story probably won't go as far enough to show the main character losing all her friends by playing item locked and expanded. The first episode is already out. I actually watched it already, and it's it's surprisingly silly. It's it, one. It's weird watching like a Pokemon animation that's set in like the real world. Yeah, um, that's and, odd. But they that yeah, my only problem is like they have like one gimmick they're trying to run with this show. And I don't, I think they just, I think they're running it a little too hard and it might get run into the ground. Um, mm. is they, they do this thing where like this kid is like having these moments where she is like, have like hit, hitting these epiphanies with these cards and like there's these like really grandiose moments where like staring at, she's like staring at this energy that's calling at her to it to the Oddish. And oh, she's like, okay. and she's like in the middle of a match and she's like, she, her friend Joshua, who she's playing against, she's just like, she's like, Joshua, do you see this? And then it cuts and it's just her like holding the card out in front of her as everyone's awkwardly around her. <laughs> <laughs> but they do this like constantly <laughs> throughout the show. It's, it, I mean, it's funny and it, it, it's not that it doesn't land. It's just that it happens a lot. 
within like 10 minutes it happens like three or four times no joshua right? my grandmother's deck has no pathetic cards well they, <laughs> all of the cards are her mom's cards and they are like the ex like the old like like gen 3 cards they were like all gen 3 cards really she was wow. yeah it was very cute uh the callback it, it, it like it had some deep cuts in it and yeah it we'll have to see how it progresses huh. i i wish they would have just like dumped it all because there's no way this isn't more than just like this is more than like six episodes Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really want them to dump it and just let me see, <laughs> but we'll see. All right. Uh, well, talk about, uh, the, some, some things, Seth. Yeah. So there's a new world's promo as of this year. So instead of the typical give out of champions festival, which caused a lot of hubbub if you've been paying attention back a couple months ago now it's a brand new world's promo a new card with a new effect it is paradise resort what does it do you ask well this is going to be meta defining all your psyducks have one less retreat cost yep yay (laughs) if only it wasn't outshined by beach it's not gonna that's not gonna be meta defining and randomly have a blitz of trying to buy all of them so that you can yes. run them in your guard of war deck. That's well it doesn't matter not anyway. gonna happen. It doesn't matter anyway. There's a new stadium that can that's coming out that'll Well yeah, but war, at the but... time that was the that was the thing and that's why the yes. price doubled. Yeah. So they made sure that the promo for worlds is a promo for worlds, basically. It might as yeah. well have the effect you went to worlds. Congratulations. Well, they they've kind of had this in the past too with like the top like four cards because like they have cards yeah. that you get that are just like here's a trophy and the like, cards a trophy and that's what the worlds promo should be. Yeah, uh, it should just be mm-hmm. here's a card that is something that shows that you made it all the way here and you could keep it, you could sell it. Who cares? Uh, it's yours to do with what you wish. With, uh, with as you wish mm-hmm. uh, so yeah uh, and then there's one last thing shark yep I know y'all can talk more about how good it is or not but uh, TMs are returning and the uh, yeah. Pokemon access to an additional move for a turn on a tool yeah it, it's actually not terrible uh, it's like a uh, it's the ones that they have shown so far there's like one that's kind of like a baby Arceus attack a baby Trinity yeah. charge for like one colorless, you can attach two energy to any of your bench Pokemon. So it's bench Pokemon, which is a big deal to actually. And then yeah. on top of that, uh, they also had another one that was kind of like a it was like a snipe shot essentially. Uh, but it was a hun- three colorless for like a hundred damage on any of your opponent's uh, Pokemon that haven't taken any damage yet. Haven't? I the, thought it was no, no that have damage it, counters on them. I thought it was didn't have damage counters on them. Hmm. I I don't know. It's very do. I'm not gonna quote. Don't quote me. <laughs> yeah, translate could me. be wrong. Even if they're even if we're yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's actually. I mean, they look fun. We'll have to see. Uh, all right. Uh, well, Puckle's pokey opinion at the end. Taking advantage of the TCG knowledgeable co-host. Uh, <laughs> if you could ban one card from the standard format, what would it be? Uh, I don't think there's anything that's like really destroying the format right now, right? Like Lugia. Okay, stop. It's not that Lugia. good. No, stop. I just don't want to see it. It's if very. I, it said if it, I could. It's not if you could improve the metagame. It's just if I could ban something. <laughs> yes. What would I ban? Lugia. Yes. Well, the metagame actually right now is very fair, in my opinion. It really is. It really uh, is. The, the metagame is actually really fair right now. Um, like literally any deck could win worlds, in my opinion. Uh, granted, we know the top four, but uh, uh, I think no. one of the finalists just got finished here. I just switched. Was it Azul? I think it might have been the Gardevoir. Yes, okay, Tord. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gardevoir yeah, is. Uh, yep. I mean, I think Gardevoir is fine. 
I don't think anything is meta breaking. I honestly, I would have said Lugia maybe before rotation or at least like powerful energy, you know, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, powerful energy is really what made Lugia like really busted. And yeah, so I mean, that's kind of where I would probably. Uh, but right now, everything's like really balanced. Uh, there's not mm-hmm. like a there's no tier S deck or tier zero deck. Yeah, they're all on it's the same. Nice. Tier- yeah. And so. <laughs> I, I still, I mean, it's why Giratina, Arc, Arc Giratina does so well. Um, it never wins, but it does well. It, it's just because... It's stable. Tina, it's not, uh, Arceus no, no, are very stable game it's not, game. It's, it's not even that it's stable. It, the reason that it's, it works is because you literally just bank on decks not working. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you just judge path constantly. Yep. To make it so that they can't play the game. Or Iono Path. Either one is evil. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. You can just do, keep going. But yeah, it, we'll have to see how it goes. I don't know. Uh, honestly, maybe I'd ban Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'd ban this new Charizard only Before because it even comes out. Uh, I I don't think it's even good. I don't like. It's probably like it's probably going to be an okay deck that can exist. Like I might because like right now everybody's overhyping it. I think right now because they want to hype something new. Uh, and there's like two real decks, two real quote decks, uh, coming out of Obsidian Flames that they really want and. And Charizard, and you, maybe you could argue Toad Scroll, maybe. Uh, and there's just not a lot coming out otherwise. So I, I think people are just like trying to hype it up, like new cards look cool. And uh, I think Charizard might end up being like a tier two deck at the end of the day when everything shakes out. Hmm. Uh, maybe t- like if it's tier one, I, I could see it be tier one. It only the only reason I think Charizard's tier one probably is because it's so fat. And very like, powerful. Yeah. Well, 330 HP is a lot. Yeah. That's a mm-hmm. lot. Like, y- you can you can extend in a lot of decks and hit 310, uh, which hits Gardevoir specifically, but also a few other Pokemon that are big in the format. Um, like, 28310, you can extend. You can get that Oko occasionally. Not consistently every turn, but you can extend. And uh, the, uh, the Charizard at 330 is just so hard to hit. It's just so hard. Uh, so just something, some, some food for thoughts. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz. Our first question this week is going to come to you from... Uh, Liger, the trivia master himself. Ooh. What Pokemon has been given away via event for the most Pokemon from the <laughs> most Pokemon World teams? I just wanted to ask this because it's oh, uh, I, oh, it's gotta be the boy. It's gotta the be boy, the boy, the slug himself. It is Gastrodon. It is Gastrodon. Yeah. I am very upset yeah. about this fact, by the way. Like, it, I, I understand Gastrodon's good in VGC, but maybe it's they could have chosen good. anything else to to be given away. Nah, man. Everyone's got to get their gastrodon. Fun mm-hmm. fact, only three 
only, of the five um, that have been given away, four of them have been EC, and only of them is one, one of them has been West Sea. Good, uh, the correct I, the West Sea is no, it's the wrong one. West Sea, that's the wrong. Yeah, uh, gross. Eh, which one's the blue one? That's the east one. Oh, that's yeah, the right that's the one. The wrong one. Yeah. That's the right one. See, I agree with Seth on this one, actually. No, Thank the you. pink one's way better. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, our next yes, one for one. Your next question is going to come to you from Two Crow Forty Eight. The question is: Attacks are adjusted from generation to generation, but what attack has had the highest boost in damage from one generation to the next? Ooh. Okay. Um. Part of me says knockoff because I believe it used to be 15 base power and now it can get up to like 97. That this one... means actual base power, like if you read the description, Seth, not like what the I effective base yeah, power is. I, so it would be 65 from either 15 or 25. I thought it was like 25. Something Maybe like that. It was something low. It was um, really stupid. I think I'm kind of right now. I think explosion or self destruct up about fifty base power between oh. a generation, but I don't know if that's yeah to high make up enough. for the fact that they don't have defense anymore. Yeah, I think they went up fifty, but I don't know for certainty that there's nothing. There's something else. Who would have gotten a big boost? Rapid spin's not enough because it's only capped at. Rapid spin was another one that used to be like fifteen or twenty-five base power. Mm-hmm. But that's still fifty, and that's still not enough. Yeah. I'm trying to think what other moves. Big power boost. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be like Doom Desire that got a something, but it wasn't that. Ooh. Future Sight went up. I oh, know Future Sight went up eighty to one twenty. Or okay, forty. Forty. Uh, that's still not beating the explosion buff. I feel like it's because I don't think. Yeah, it feels like I feel like explosion went up fifty. That's if it's that's not that, I, I feel like it's going to be some weird legendary signature move that they felt like uh, we need to go ahead and just juice this a little bit. Like I don't know, like multi attack went I think like a couple, couple something, but not fifty. So yeah, I'm I'm comfortable with explosion. Yeah. All right, let's go with that. Explosion is unfortunately incorrect. Uh, the yeah. answer is going to be leech life. Oh, oh gosh, shoot. yeah, no, that went up. Le- yeah, yeah, no, that it went, went up way sixty higher. points. It went from twenty to eighty to the point where yep. they go, Zubat, you can't have this anymore. Yeah, you get ab- a Zubat gets absorbed, absorb, instead. absorb. How now, stupid, which is even worse. Mm-hmm. They nerfed the early gen, but they made it better long term for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, leech life. Yeah, no, the moment Dang. you said leech life. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent right. That was definite. Yeah, it went oh, from well. twenty to eighty. It was pretty mm-hmm. big. All right. Well, your next question is your Pokedex entry question. As always, you are one for two. Uh, this one is going to come from Dragon Tamer Nick. The question is, the first entry is from Pokemon Violet, and it states, it, leaves, it lives deep within the forest. Even after evolving into the splendid form, it hasn't given up on its petty misdeeds and pranks. Who's that Pokemon? Oh, okay. Lives in forest, is a prankster, becomes beautiful was a prankster and more of a jerk in its pre-evolution. Ah, I'm getting stupid fairy vibes. You, like a certain fairy that never got an official announcement trailer? No, it wouldn't be that one, because it's, like it's not a splendid form when it goes into Grim Snarl. Well, it's got, well, at least in the middle stage, and it would be Morgrum the... has fan- nice hair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still like, 
not a splendid form, though. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, let's see what other options are there. Yeah, I definitely think I'm trying to think. a backup form, or backup option. Yeah, well, it would be the Morgrem, because it's talking about the evolution. Well, okay. Even if it's, even after it's gotten this splendid form, it didn't, it, um, whatever. Oh, um, it, what are other silly prankster fairy, fairy guys in violet? On oh, violet. Okay, violet. Yeah, in violet. Key, key point there. Key point violet is helpful. Um, that it narrows down. We have 400 Pokemon to pick from. And there are not many fairies. <laughs> there oh, are yeah. not a lot of them. Oh, yeah, gosh. Uh, it's not a Zoomeral. It's not Florge. No, Slime. no. Maybe. Uh, no, I don't think they're really. Um, no, they're more. Not they're more a jiggles, a fairy stock spun. Oh, uh, gosh. I don't know. I can't think, think of anything. Got... Well, it's not an amorous. We might be getting caught on the fairy thing. Is there something dark that might be there? Like pranksters. Annoying little pranksters. Like, what? Would... Does something have prankster? I mean, Morgrem's not a bad choice if we're stuck and we can get the second entry. <laughs> we can figure it out from there. Um, you're, you're a legend. Uh, kind of fine on Morgrem. Yeah, I don't think it's the answer. I can't think of any but... good other fairies and darks that quite hit the realm of that. Yeah. But I'm blanking on all of them right now. Like, I'm trying to think about, because I literally just did a draft. Of, like, where I didn't get a fairy. Like, I, I had to get Mimikyu as my fairy when I already had Spectrier. So, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. all the fairies were just getting sniped. And I was just trying to think in my head. I'm like, what fairy? What other fairies got sniped from me? And I'm like, I can't remember them all. Yeah. They weren't that good. I guess we'll just I mean, lock in not, Morgrem yeah, for now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, get so it wrong. And fairy. get the second entry. <laughs> uh, Morgrem, I'm going to give it to you. Only because it's Grimmsnarl. Okay. Uh... That's gonna. But, that was gonna be our next guess. But I will take it for <laughs> it you. It was uh, one of those. Yeah. So uh, the second entry is gonna be from Shield, and it's gonna say its hairs work like muscle fibers. Yep. Okay. When its okay. hair unfurls, they latch onto opponents, ensnaring them as tentacles would. Uh huh. Yeah, we would have gotten it then. Yeah. No, I was. I was in that realm. All right. I feel good. All right. So you guys are three for three now. You guys have your next Woo! question, which is your multiple answer question, as always. We are going to go ahead, and we are going to ask you this question from Snackard. This has four answers. I will give you one point for each question you get correct, or for one answer. If you get all four, bonus points. Yay! Because Pokemon Stadium 2 is released this week. Yeah! What are the four additional Pokemon you can play as in Pokemon Stadium 2 minigames after connecting your controller to a Game Uh. Boy game via the transfer pack? Oh, no. I actually know I have... I have zero. I could give you. I could give you at least three of these right off the bat. Oh no! Good. Could you go ahead and because, give so them it's to not us? so. Just to answer the question, like to clarify, these are not the same. Like, there's mini games already with Pokemon CM2, so there's more mini games mm-hmm. that only work. If no, you no, 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 no. Con- so when you would uh, connect your Game Boy transfer pack, if you had a certain Pokemon on your game, they would be the Pokemon you play as in the mini game. Oh, uh, oh, okay. And so okay, there were extra Pokemon that could play with those. There were extra Pokemon that would play with those that only would come if you connected your Game Boy to it. Okay, I can name one, and that's Scizor. Uh, that is correct. That is correct. That Scizor one is would, for well, the Pinsir Scyther The Pinsir Scyther cutting, cutting game, yeah. Okay, all right. That's where, because I literally, because that was the only thing I've done in Pokemon Stadium 2. I didn't have it as a kid. 
And mm. I only played it once at one of my friend's house. Like yep. once, maybe twice. Same, same. Uh, and I just played the Pokemon Stadium 2 minigames. That's all I've done. <laughs> Why would you play anything else in Pokemon Stadium? It's fine. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and I'm trying to think. Okay, because the games that are there, there's Delibird with the presents. There's uh, so Delibird with presents. There's the chopping minigame. There's a Furret game, which I don't think there would be another Pokemon for. There's a Mr. Mime Barrier game. I don't. You guys do have the hint, by the way. Oh yeah, we have the hint. Uh, yeah, yeah actually, let's, let's use just it because we can't. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give you the guys the games that there are that yeah, these ga- these that Pokemon might, belong to. Help me out a little bit. Um, and I will probably tell you the type of the Pokemon that also is accessible through this. Uh, so there was the Ferret game where you could uh, jump and oh, you could shit. hit the ball with the Ferrets. Uh, there was a <laughs> Psychic type Pokemon that could also participate in this game. With the Ferrets, if you had in your game. There's uh, the Pichu game, where you would go ahead and power up things. Uh, another Electric-type Pokemon with that Pichu game would also be available. Additionally, there is the Togepi Roll game, um, where a uh, Water-type Pokemon could be used. Okay, if these it's a also, Roll game, Some of these Pokemon could it's... have dual types. They could have dual types. I didn't want to give you... Because if I give you the dual types, yeah. I think it gives it away. Yeah, uh, if you told yeah. us a Water Fairy, we would obviously know Meryl is the rolling one. Well, I would think it's still Meryl because it's going to be the rolling one. Yeah, I, I, you guys do have three strikes and then you're out. Um, yeah, we're locking yeah. that in as the. Oh, Meryl. the Meryl's incorrect, one thousand percent. Wow. Okay, we're good. Okay, cool. All right, uh, another water type that rolls that uh, could roll uh, as if something well, were helical. Oh, uh, ah, um, uh, helix fossil. Um, then it would. Yeah. Okay, it is almost almanite. Oh, Almanite oh, oh, is correct. Oh, what a weird, what a weird guy to throw. Almanite is correct. Uh, yeah, okay. so that's two points. You just need uh, one more. Okay, uh, so the Pichu game. Just to remind you, Seth, it is literally the same as the Pikachu game in uh, Pokemon State and Pokemon Stadium, uh, except yes. it's in a. It's you have to move. You have to change the Pichu's direction. To where it charges as well as the color of the button, so it uh-huh. could be Voltorb, uh-huh. just um, because it is Pichu. It's like, well, you might throw a Voltorb in there. But yeah. Yep. It's either yeah. Pichu or Elicit are the two that I would that scream to me in that one. Yep. I feel like the answer is simpler scream. than you think it is. Is it gonna be Pikachu? That's my thought. Oh yeah, that was Just the other like, choice. I should have said that. Hello, too. I am electric. And <laughs> Hello, my I am electric. <laughs> yeah. So Pikachu. Pikachu is correct. Yay! Uh, yeah. Uh, that's all three points for you. The one that's in the Yowzy? front. No, it is Girafferig. Uh, oh what? my gosh, that's so. Funny. I get it. I see it. Now. Gir- Girafferig would play in the uh, in the threat game. Yeah. Yay. I it was a big it. thing because I remember spending a lot of time. I had, I had a good friend when I was growing up, and we would uh, we would play hours and hours and hours of Pokemon together. And he, uh, hence my obsession, probably to some extent. But <laughs> uh, but uh, we would we would like we loved experimenting with this kind of stuff and trying to figure out like which Pokemon we could get to happen. Right, like I remember back when answering machines existed. God, we were talking about gray hairs. Um, oh my uh, god, we would actually uh, like. I was at his house, and we both involved our scythers into scissors together, and we were trying to figure <laughs> out, like, when it learns, like, a steel-type move, right? And so, like, on my way home, he calls me because he figured it out, 
And he like left an answer on the answering machine. He's like, it, it learns it at level 35. It learns it at level 35. Just get it there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, good times. All right. Well, your final question. You guys are six four four or whatever it is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This question is going to come to you from Lambo. Lambo wants to know which Pokemon with the sturdy ability has the highest base speed. Uh oh, fast sturdy boys. Those don't. Those are contradictory terms. Yeah. <laughs> Who sturdy? the heck has sturdy? I mean, you've got Fortress, like the Gravelers. You've got Skarmory's got seventy. Bulldor line. Who the heck has sturdy? Uh, I mean, like Skarmory's coming to mind. We're gonna miss something very obvious. <laughs> I can feel it. You've got uh, some oh, random Cruffle fast gets run. It. That's not faster than Skarmory. Magnezone line. Uh, Magneton. That's I think has seventy because Magnezone sixty. Yeah, so Magnezone and Skarmory, I think, are about the same. <laughs> How am I getting stumped on a sturdy question? Garganachi. I'm going to need an answer here, guys. Uh, Magneton, because I, I Magne- don't know. I kind of want to just say Magneton, yeah. Let's go with that. I don't know. Lock in, baby. Magneton is unfortunately incorrect. You did get the typing correct, though. Uh, the answer is Togedemaru. Oh, what? Oh, goodness. I forgot that they the it always Toga, like it has good abilities, but it's just not good move. Good. Yeah. Token of has got a base speed of 96. Oh, uh, second place goes to sock with 85. And oh, then third place. Oh, yeah. And then 30 third place is a three way tie between Scarvery, Magneton and Onyx all with 70. Oh, <laughs> we weren't wow. far off. But, you guys yeah. were you guys were on the right track, but I had to cut you off because you weren't getting anywhere yeah. close. And uh, we so, yeah, you guys weren't getting anywhere close. So that does give you guys we're six points good. for today. It does change up our standings. Maybe I don't know. Actually, uh, yeah. it, it actually moves does... me up a little bit, but that's about it. <laughs> only a little bit. Actually, I didn't actually have to resort <laughs> anything. Uh, so <laughs> the in first place we got Seth Vila with twenty five points. Uh, yeah. In second place, now instead of a two-way tie, it's a three-way tie uh, <laughs> between Mark, Linian, and Shark with 14 points. Uh, in fifth place, we've got Sublime with eight. In sixth place, we've got Sigma with seven. In seventh place, we've got a three-way tie between Whimsicott, Shamu, and Jushiro all at six. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. And by everybody else, I mean Claude. Um, but he's been doing his show. I think he's on next week, actually. He's probably going to come back in full force. Based oh, on he's coming back with like. a vengeance. He's coming back with a vengeance. I guarantee it. <laughs> Come back with a vengeance because there like, is a week. I missed, I missed 20 episodes. Yeah, I, he's going to be on 20 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't stop him. Yeah, if we don't stop him, he'll just run the show. It's fine. Uh, exactly. there, there's a couple of weeks where I need you guys to do it anyway in October. So we'll figure oh, that yeah, out. No, we'll be fine. He'll li- we'll lead the ship. Yep. All right. So that is going to be it for Puckles Pokey Quiz. If you guys want more of that, check it out next week. Until then, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Are you addicted to cardboard like myself and Seth? Maybe you want to pick up a booster box of Obsidian Flames next week. Well, the best way to do it is to support the show by going to trollandtoad.com and using code PUCKLEPOD5 at checkout. Whenever you do so, we get a small kickback and we really appreciate the support. So make sure if you're buying anything, whether it's Pokemon, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, you can head on over to trollandtoad.com and use code PUCKLEPOD5 at checkout. 
get a 5% kickback for using the code and supporting the show. We appreciate everything you guys do, and we will catch you on the flip-flop. Welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be the Pokemon Presents. We're going to mostly focus on the DLC that dropped since during the new segment. You definitely heard us talk about a bunch of the random stuff that dropped. And honestly, I'm not talking about Pokemon Masters or Pokemon Cafe Remix. What? What are those? Yep. (laughs) That's exactly the feeling that you should have. Yep. They dropped sleep news, too. You can sleep in full moons. Stop. (laughs) Sleep events. What? We did get a release date for the Teal Mask of September 13th, 2023, which is very exciting. That's like in a month. Way sooner. Especially like after the show comes out. That's less than a month. Woo! I'm actually pretty hyped. That's pretty hyped. I'm very excited for it. I was expecting like November, honestly. I was say October. I was expecting September based on a lot of things. Yeah. I assumed it was just going to come out in September. So I'm very grateful that it is coming out in September. Yeah. I'm a little upset that they didn't send us, like, with how long we had to wait for the Teal Mask release date, I'm so, I'm kind of, I was kind of hoping they would just drop both release dates at the same time. Yeah, I expect no, but who knows. It's fine. It's fine. I, I mean, they're just going to wait until December, essentially, because I'm pretty sure Teal, uh, the Indigo Disc isn't going to release until December. Teal Mask was supposed to be fall 2020, fall 2023, so that's why we get Teal Mask now, and then we'll get, uh, my assumption is probably somewhere very early December. Yeah, that makes sense. We'll get Indigo Disc, which will be fun. I love, man, my favorite time of year, honestly, is during the release of a new Pokemon game during the winter. Yeah, right. Honestly, winter and fall time Pokemon game releases are something just like my, it just like injects like dopamine into my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Some of my favorite memories, I hate that this is a decade old memory now. (laughs) Like when X and Y came out, my favorite memory is just like having it in the middle of October and it's cool enough that you can have the windows open in your house and just like smelling the fall air, playing my Pokemon game, having an adventure of a lifetime. I feel you. That's true. And we get to do that again here with this one. And then I also just like cozying up and like playing the game. Uh, so I'm very excited to be able to do that with this winter uh, with, with Indigo Disc. So yeah, uh, there was a lot dropped. No yeah. kidding. The, the first things I want to talk about are uh, Driplin and Archaldodon, only because... I have feelings. <laughs> oh, right. When they announced like Driplin, one, I thought it was just an Applin form. Diplin, yeah. Not Drip. You don't have that Drip. Diplin, my bad. Diplin is just like a new evolution for Applin. Applin. Which is fine. I think it's fine. It's kind of cool because you probably just feed it like another apple or something and it evolves into this or or you feed it some kind of caramel. Oh, yeah. It's probably all it is. Maybe some, like, whatever syrup thing that it's covered. Yeah, or you you give it, like, a syrup or something, and it it eats that and it evolves that way. It's actually kind of (laughs) wild. It does get a couple new moves. Syrup Bomb uh, is a grass-type special attack that causes an explosion of syrup. The move coats the target in syrup and causes its speed stat to lower each turn for three turns. That's silly. I love that. It's very cute. Um, I mean, I don't... I I expect this to be on on par with App with like Appleton and Flapple. A lot of people have been talking about how they want this to evolve. And I'm like, I don't think that like you actually pay attention to like what Applet, like how big Appleton is or how big Flapple is. Like this is on par with their sizes and everything. They're teeny. They're all a foot tall. It's more like Flapple. Uh, Appleton is just giant. There's like, well, giant relative to Apple. Yeah, but it's not much bigger. It's not that much bigger though. It's a foot tall. It's not much bigger, but it could go bigger because, I mean, Appleton is literally a giant apple pie. 
It's shorter than this. Yeah, it's actually shorter than uh, shorter than Diplin. Diplin because of the antenna. Uh, is that? I think Appleton is like two or three feet. I'm no, pretty sure. no. Uh, this one I don't have like a huge issue with. Uh, I think it's fine. The one that I, I had a bigger issue with was when they announced Arch Aludon. I'm gonna have such a hard time saying this for right. so many reasons because one, it's just very awkward to say, but two, it's very similar to Arch Duraldon. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Duraldon now evolves into a bridge. Yep. Because that makes sense. Building to bridge. Okay, I looked it up. Actually, actually, Diplin and Appleton are the same height of one foot four. Oh, okay. Appleton will look taller because it's all body, not just apple plus antenna. So they're the same height. They're teeny. They are the so yeah. I mean, it's cute. I I just I just saw these evolutions though. Uh, oh oh, I should note that Archalodon gets an it gets its own move as well. It gets an electro type move called Electro Shot. It can uh. It boosts it. It's a two-turn attack where it charges up and boosts its special attack and then uh, fires it off next turn. Uh, however, when it's raining, it just happens in one turn. So it's like solar beam, but... It's like meteor solar beam is kind of like the hybrid of it. Meteor solar beam because special attack. It, so power herb, Arch Aladon is going to be stupid. Yeah. Uh, also, Duraldon's stats all, weren't that bad, right? It's like base stat total of 535. Yeah, so Eviolite that sucker, and we're going crazy. I'm I'm terrified of Eviolite Duraldon. In all honesty, I it doesn't have great attacking sets. That's the issue. It doesn't. It's it's got like one fifteen special. That's fine. That's Lucario's special stat. Yeah, it needs a power. It needs an item to boost that special attack. Oh, pardon me. No, it's one twenty. It's one twenty special attack. One fifteen defense. That's better than Lucario. And then with the 50 special defense, which is always its weak point, now Eviolite that, now you're balanced, and you have stupid physical defense. Yeah, that would be the big thing, we'll see. And you could just Dragon Pulse, focus, Flash Cannon, whatever the heck you want to do for a lot, or it's Stealth Rock. It also gets stamina, oh my gosh. Yeah, the evolution does, Arch Aladon. Yeah, Arch Aladon gets it. That's gonna be dumb. <laughs> I'm actually, like, really, I don't know, I, I was, I'm still kind of torn on this. Because one, this is very reminiscent of like, like the last time we've had a Pokemon, the generation after it was announced get an evolution, I believe was Roserade. Oh no. Duraludon gets body press. <gasps> oh no. Did it make it to Scarlet Violet? Oh no. It's, it, of course it made it to Scarlet Violet and it gets it. TR99. Okay. Oh no. Stamina body press. <laughs> Gosh. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh no. It's, it really is fine. I mean, Mudsdale gets it and it's fine. Like a scissor type deal though too, where like its defenses don't go up as much. It d- don't go up or anything. Maybe it could be like that. Maybe, but even then, even then, 120 with stamina. Hit me, make me stronger, you fool! It's gonna be stupid. I mean, it'll be fun. And then it becomes like a weird mixed attacker because it's got physical moves that are crazy and then special moves. I just didn't expect like Gen 8 Pokemon to be getting evolutions in Gen 9. Oh, yeah, no, that threw me off. I would not have expected that at all. That threw me off a lot. I mean, the last time it happened was, like I said, Roserade. Roserade, yeah. Which is kind of nuts to think about. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of any other Hisui Pokemon, and all those are old. They have been really good about trying to actually go back to form and actually give old evolutions, old Pokemon new evolutions. Like, we got Furigiraffe or whatever it is, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh which is still a cool Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate seeing love. And like, I guess if you have an idea and you think it's going to be solid and not just a bridge, it's a good idea to do that. I think it's real interesting that these are Pokemon that, you know, the 
Apple and Line had the other evolutions get Gigantamax forms, which are unique to themselves. Duraludon got a Gigantamax form, which is unique to it. That's fair. And now they're both getting either a branched evolution that is unrelated to Gigantamax at all, or a completely new evolution. So this is like a weird situation where it suddenly becomes a Prevo with the Gigantamax. Like, it's weird. It's weird. I reconciled, like, I, I understand a lot of those arguments because it's kind of like as if, um, like, let's say Slowbro evolved and Slowbro has a Mega. Yeah, exactly. It feels a little bit like that. I look at Gigantamax, and then I am reconciled very quickly by looking at uh, Gigantamax Pikachu and Gigantamax Eevee. And I know those are, like, semi-special cases. Eevee, Mew, and uh, Meowth and Pikachu are weird. Yeah, but I, I look at those and I go, okay, so, like, existences of, like, pre-evolution Pokemon Gigantamaxing already exists. I think that's a Pikachu rule situation. I don't, I don't, I mean, I think Pikachu... Having that Pikachu rule makes it just like a valid rule so they can break the break it at any point, right? It's just interesting to see them revisit things that they that looked like at the time. Final evolutions, yeah. I that's I, I do agree with that because I, I do think that Duraldon and I still kind of feel like Duraldon didn't need to evolve. Probably not. But like you said, it may be Scizor, who knows? Exactly. It could be like a Scizor type deal. Where the numbers don't change. Yeah, where the numbers don't change. That would be funny. I, I could see that happening. But yeah, I, yeah, these new Pokemon are just wild. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. And that's been most of that's been most of what we've talked about so far. So let's uh, there's some other stuff to talk about. Well, I guess we can talk about the elephant in the room of the other. Oh my, excuse me, the giraffe of the room. Oh, Raiko and uh, Raiko and uh, well, not Raging Storm and Iron Crown. Raging Bolt and Iron Crown. Yes, the paradox of Raiko and Cobalion. Mm-hmm. Weird. After looking at the official art. I don't like the way they showed the video of uh, Raging Bolt. Looking at the official art of Raging Bolt, I go, I see it now. It's a little better. It's a little better. Mm -hmm. I see it. What do you guys think the typing is going to be? Raging Bolt, I think, will just become uh, Dragon Electric. I think they will probably for- Dragon Electric? Yeah, I think for all three of the uh, Paradox Mons for the- uh, Like, I expect Fire Electric, or not Fire Electric, Fire Dragon. They're just going to Dragon them. Yeah, because they're making them dinosaurs. I could buy, buy that. I don't think I do, personally. Okay. I think that they're going to, I think they're still going to be weird because I don't want to, I don't think they're going to be consistent with it. A lot of others are dinosaurs. I would love for them to be inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think they're each going to have different things because like Suicune's a raptor. Raptors are dragony. Giraffes, brontosauruses are not really dry. I think it's going to be electric flying. Like, straight up, because it's Mm. so tall and its head is in the clouds. Like, I think they're going to pull to that and be like, yeah, it's it's got control of the wind and it can fly. And yeah, my only issue is I don't think you could say this is immune to earthquake. I don't think you can. Yeah. And they're not going to give it a new ability. Sure you can, because it's actually about its bodies and its head. I do not expect them to be super original about this because and my a lot of my reasoning is coming down to i do truly believe that the three of these like when the sets are done they're going to somehow be able to fuse into the monstrosities we saw in the book i think it's very possible no i think it's very possible i think they're going to be able to fuse somehow or at least like into like some boss or something that we have to find Kiram style. There you go. You make it like a Kiram style megamorph, all three of them, and then you leave. Then you get Legends Kiram. There you go. That's how it does it. Boom, boom. I do legitimately believe that they are all going to be able to fuse at some point, whether it's just like as a boss fight or something. 
as something that you can actually collect. Like because and so I think they're gonna all just have like one type in common. So that when they fuse, the fusion has that type plus some other type. Or maybe they do they pull something off kinda like what we expect with Terrapagos, like having multiple types. They they can pull it out where when you they fuse, they like choose a random type or something based on I hate this. Or, or something like that. I mean, because my full expectation is for Iron Crown to be just like Steel Psychic. What what about Metagross Scream Psychic type? Like, it's a computer. <laughs> okay, this is a robot. This is a robot Kabbalion. Like, it's smart too. It we have no we have no gauge of its intelligence. We have no idea. It could be a big dumb boy. I don't think so. It's from the future. Future things are smart. <laughs> oh boy, that's an opinion. <laughs> future thing. Uh, well, in Pokemon, future things are smart. Uh. I don't know. I expect something totally off the walls for these two typing wise. Uh, maybe. I think it's going to be boring, Seth. That's going to be boring. I I will be more than happy to eat crow if I'm wrong because it would I would love for it to be interesting, but I just do not expect it to be interesting. Crown. Yeah, no, that's that's fits in my head here cuz crown would be more speed type. I expect them to have I expect them to have their non-fighting type types from when they were musketeers uh, plus psychic instead of fighting. My only question is, is there going to be Iron Keldeo or not? Uh, probably not. Uh, I mean, because there's no, there's no equivalent like that for uh, Raikou, Entei, and Suicune. Yeah, that's my thinking too, but... Yeah, uh, there's no equivalent for that, and I don't think it's necessary either, right? Like, I part of me doesn't go, oh man, the set's not complete. Well, to be fair, we all thought that, like, maybe we'd only get the two that we got in terms of Walking Wake and Iron Leaves. I, I do have to say Iron Crown, though, is probably my favorite future Paradox Pokemon design-wise. Really? Okay. I think it's. I think it looks sharp. I think it looks sharp. Fair enough. I'm curious if they're going to be in... the. I think the going thing, theory-wise, is they're going to be an Indigo Disc, but I have seen no confirmation on if they're in Teal Mask or Indigo Disc, so... My personal opinion is that, since they said the DLC all ties back to Paul Day and Area Zero anyway, my expectation is that... Like, we're going to take care of, like, the Ogre Pond storyline, and we're going to be like, oh, something happened in Area Zero, and we're going to find one of the two there? Maybe. Well, they're version exclusive, so that we would find the one. Well, yeah, we'll find, but by one of the two, I mean, because we're obviously getting, like, an Entei and a Terrakion at this point. Oh, 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 got it. Right? We're obviously getting those. Mm-hmm. I, I think that you'll see, like, at the end of Teal Mask, it'll be one, and at the end of Indigo Disc, it'll be the other. That makes sense, yeah. I could see that for sure. That, that's my that's my honest opinion. Yeah, we did get some cool, interesting news from Ogre Pond. Like, uh, we did see that it got it gets a terrestrial form, and it got hands. Yeah, uh, and I don't know if it's got hands or vines. In all honesty, yeah, yes. Uh, the mask just gets really big on Ogre Pond when it terrestrializes. I I wish we got any more information. And there was the clip of the mask falling down the stairs, so it at some point detaches. Yeah, well, my I'm wondering if the mask is actually part of Ogre Pond at all to begin with, right? I don't know. Yeah. So the thing that, okay, like Pokemon's doing a really good job, if I lived in Japan, of hyping me up for this, because the anime has Liko not following any of these stories, but Liko has that pendant on her chest, uh, has that pendant. And that pendant has the combination of the jewel that's on Terrapagos' back plus the gem that's on Ogre Pond's mask. Yep, exactly. And they're obviously connected somehow. The thing that got me in this trailer, by the way, uh, even in the Blue Carry Academy sections, was that terrestrialization is just happening everywhere, by the way. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, is it everywhere? We don't know if that's just back to Paldea, if it follows you. Did they? Okay. Uh, they used it They used it at the Blueberry Academy. They used it at the Blueberry Academy. And I believe they showed it in Kitakami as well. Oh, okay. 
Got it. I couldn't tell. Like, I'm looking at the background of Ogre Pond, and I can't tell where they are. I don't know if they're just, like, importing it, though. They could just be importing it somehow. We'll find out. They introduced a new character from Blueberry Academy that is interested in studying the that phenomena. Yes. The one who's a descendant of Heath and is totally not the villain of the story. Totally not. Definitely no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lady who's wearing, like, scarlet pants and a violet shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. And has vertical pupils. <laughs> Literally the markings from the... Oh, yeah, it's uh, Briar. Vertical snake-eye pupils? Yeah. Yeah. Friendly. It's fine. And then there's the totally not a descendant of Adamant who's going to have you do pictures. I Okay, so I actually really like... Uh, it's both. Ira, it's Adamant and uh, Irida. It's both. And Irida. Yep, totally. A hundred percent. I do I do like Perrin. I think Perrin is a very... I, like, well, I don't like Perrin, per se. I like Perrin's minigame. It's Pokemon Snap! <laughs> it's Pokemon Snap, but with an objective, and I like it. So I am all about it. There's a lot. They announced like a couple mini games. Yeah, no. You've got that, and with that, you also got added better camera. You've got a roto stick, which will give you some wider anger angles, and you can direct Pokemon to walk alongside you to wait in place so you can get the better photo. Yeah, I'm actually really excited about this. And you can also share photos. Uh, with people you're playing online with. I am very excited about this, actually. So I I really like it. I, I also like the nod to Adamin. I don't really like... I, I know that... It, I like how they handle the Descendants and everything uh, with PLA, by the way. Like, the way they handle it is done so well. Um, where it's just, like, nods. It's not really very hard and fast, like, this person's a Descendant. It's just like, yeah, this probably is. Yeah, they don't say, yeah, it's just, like, inspired character design. Because you literally look at Perrin and it's like... You obviously everyone sees Adamant clearly because of the dark blue hair and the kind of the eye shapes and whatnot. But if you look a little closer, just the way the hairstyle is, it's also Irida too. And the little green tips at the base of her hair is the exact same. So it's like, oh, it's it's literally descended of both of them. Neat. Yeah, so like Seth was saying, we do have we do have Briar that is coming as well, who is a teacher at the Blueberry Academy, uh, which I think has more to well, I guess you get to see her in both places because you do run into the Blueberry Academy when you are in Kitakami. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little bit, and you meet your friend who's definitely just jealous of you hanging out with other people that definitely has issues and needs to go to therapy, but <laughs> yep. Well, it may also be Ogre Pond. It, that that student could be Ogre Pond. I don't know. I just like I I I he the way his no. I don't like that because like I'm thinking like oh man the mask turns him into Ogre Pond. But then I'm like but we're definitely catching Ogre Pond right. I'm catching my student classmate. But but he was like he was definitely hinted to be what's his name? Oh my gosh, I already forgot his name. You were definitely it was definitely hinted that you were gonna be. uh like he's gonna be the, like the champion of the Blueberry League because the Blueberry Academy has its own Elite Four, mm-hmm. and they have a champion. And the champion we got to see like a shadow of the champion, and it very much just matches up with his silhouette. Uh, but I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Also, they're making a big deal out of this flying thing on the website. I am hyped about that. I'm stupidly hyped about that because I grew up playing Spyro the Dragon and doing all those little flying mini games. No, this is 100. This this is 100. So, um. What we're talking about is every Blueberry Academy uh, Elite Four, in quotes, member is going to have a trial for you to complete as well. And during one of them, they feed your Baridon slash Coridon something that lets it fly instead of just glide. Mm -hmm. I'm and about that, too. And and that's the only thing they highlighted. Additionally, they like like I love the wording on the official press release. Yeah. 
It seems this power is only temporary, but perhaps someday this hidden potential will be fully unleashed, dot, dot, dot. They said that vocally and on the news article, like, what? Yeah, they didn't have to say, they didn't have to say perhaps it would someday be fully unleashed, because that makes me go, man, Seth, we're totally getting DLC too. Oh, that's also true too. <laughs> like, that's what make, that makes me think, because this is like the end of the DLC, and they're like, hey, Mariah and Maridon and Karidon could do, like, more things, maybe. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if we got a second DLC package out of Scarlet and Violet, I would be so excited. No, see, because when we catch Terrapagos and it can finally edit our our, uh, our Pokemon using the power of our dreams, it unlocks the potential of Maridon and Karidon to their fully imagined forms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could you imagine how bummed I would be? Okay, like, I, I'm sure it would be cool for some people. I would be super bummed if we were playing, we were playing those games. At the end, like, you finish with Terrapagos and everything, and then you unlock flying, like, after you beat the DLC. I would be so bummed. Just like Spyro the Dragon. I would be so bummed. I I would be like, oh, man, because, like, I really want DLC 2 to happen, because DLC 2 would be sweet. Because, <laughs> uh, like, I, honestly, DLC, uh, well, first of all, Base Scarlet and Violet was very good outside of performance issues. Yeah, agreed. I really think that DLC, even in Sword and Shield, like DLC has just been one of the best things that Pokemon has done in the recent past. Mm-hmm. PLA was good as well, by the way. Uh, I don't want to throw that. I don't want to say it hasn't been. Oh, yeah. I really would love to see like a game where they're just like, let's keep going. Let's not dish this. Let's keep going. Especially with the news that Switch 2 Electric Boogaloo is coming out next year. I would feel very awkward hearing that, oh man, we're getting another we're getting another Pokemon game next year and it being on the Switch 2 or still being for the Switch. I really feel like they should just take the extra year, just like keep working on this for another year. Give us more DLC. I would be fine with the le- with a Legends game or something to that effect. Yeah. Even if it is a Let's Go, but I would prefer something like you know, I obviously prefer Legends. But it's like I think it it could go another side game. Well, you could kind of keep filling the uh the timeline too in my opinion if next year we just got more dlc and then 2025 you got legends mm-hmm. oh, uh, yeah. or whatever you thing they want to do at us um and i think you could do that and still have something very accomplished in that regard i don't know like i just see like scarlet and violet just feels like such a good base to do stuff with that i really hope they keep doing it mm-hmm. i just want more just more more Scarlet and Violet, please. I'm basic. <laughs> and honestly, like, it, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like they could get around all their Dexit issues at the same time by just, like, doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just expand the game. Eventually have everything. Yeah, you could just have everything eventually if you keep doing this. I, also, also, Furfru needs a home. Yeah, that's one of the last ones left now. I know. We still don't have the monkeys. That's fine. Oh, no. We still don't have the Anova starters aside from Samurai. It's fine. Panzap is going to be in Legends Unova. It's fine. Panzap. <laughs> uh, we did get Picky Peck. We got that one is coming in this setup. Yeah, I'm so I'm hyped for all the returning things like Clefable and Gliscor. My heart. I'm so hyped. Yeah. No, we're getting a lot of we're getting a lot in this uh, as well. Every game that they come out with has actually been very good in that it actually has more Pokemon physically than the game before it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the more Pokemon available to catch than the game before it. And I think this will continue that trend uh, for the most part. I, I think it will. I mean, it's very awkward that it doesn't include a lot of like all of the legends like Sword and Shield does uh, so far as as far as we know. Um, like it would be really cool. 
there's still time for us to get the regulation finale of all the Uber Pokemon. <laughs> I would be okay without it. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I like I would be okay without it. Yeah, uh, for competitive lights, a thousand percent. VGC just moves too fast these days, in all honesty, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's very hard to keep up. Like, not just physically with, like, making Pokemon, but also just... Oh, thanks. Watch. Um, But also physically, just, like, mentally, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the time you get the a handle on the season, it's the new season with new stuff. It's over. Yeah, the next regulation's taken over. And I mean, some of it is still the same. I mean, you still get Fluttermane all the way through. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure even in the final version, Fluttermane is still gonna be well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Near fifty percent usage. It's at tw- it's at seventy one percent this weekend. Absolutely, Fluttermane by itself is stupid. It's just good. It's just good. Fluttermane good. Yeah. So all you need is Fluttermane. That's fine. I think both finalists. Te- oh no, actually, no. I think one of the finalist team does not have Fluttermane for- as a shocker. They have Dragapult instead. <laughs> I think I caught that coming through as things are happening while we're here. But yeah, did we miss anything? I mean, we have the, like the Elite Four. I don't really want to talk about them too much other than like we've we got... We know too much about it. You can kind of gauge their typings based off of what they look like and their names. Well, you, you can, we also got like some, some like, we got clips of some of them. I don't know what... I mean, obviously, Drayton uh, is going to be Dragon. He has Archaladon, right? And he's got the dragon type symbols on his. Um... Amaris is probably steel. She's the one who gets you the flying mini game. Crispin's fire. Crispin is fire. He's absolutely fire. He gives off. Uh, he gives off what energy? The the elite four member from from Flint. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Flint from uh, Sinnoh. Yeah. He gives off Flint energy. He enjoys cooking and red hot battles. Dot 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 dot. His name is Crispin. <laughs> Crispin. His name's Crispin. Hello. Yeah, that screams fire. Uh, and then there's Lacey. Is Lacey just like a fire fairy type person? Is that just probably right? Like, or just sadness? She's sadness type. Sadness type. But yeah. All right. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I mean, that's about everything. Other than like, we got mini games. Uh, I'll touch. I'm happy. I'm happy we got confirmation that the baby turtle is, in fact, also Terrapagos. Yeah. And it's the other big one that's its terrestrial form. They did. That is something to note. We now know that that is itself. Well, so it also says apparently Terrapagos is capable of taking on multiple distinct appearances instead of just, like, two. Which makes me think, like, world Terrapagos might also be a thing. Yeah. That's my other- I also want to know what terrestrial forms are. Like, they don't explain. Like, are they just like, oh, when they terrestrialize, they look different? Done. When Terrapagos terrestrializes and eats all your dreams, it becomes the time machine Pokemon. Y- uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely a time machine. If you put it on top of the crystal orb in Area Zero... I'm waiting I'm waiting to find out if the other professor shows up in the other games in the DLC. That's what I really want to know. Yeah. Mother? Oh, they do have the really cool uh, late game, like... Let's traumatize Arvin more. I really like this a lot, The uh, the member of the League Club that they have. You know, I really like this because my favorite thing is like you can invite the gym leaders and stuff over, which I have always really liked. And when you when you invite them, they say you can take photos together. Okay, so who cares? You if you beat them in battle, you can also trade Pokemon with them. Yeah, I saw that too. 
Yeah, that's the cool part. That's the coolest part, in my opinion, is that you can, like, trade with a gym leader. You used to do that in some of the games. I'm trying to remember which games. The one it. that re- reminds me of the most of was po- My Pokemon Ranch, where you just collected enough and you trade with Haley and get some cool stuff. So I'm actually pretty excited about this. Like, I want to do this just to, like, unlock all of it with, like, OT gym leader names and stuff on them. Huh. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool. But we'll see. This is actually really interesting, and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I was always looking forward to it, but like it hasn't disappointed and they've been very good about being very coy still mm-hmm. about all of it, which which with a month left is very shocking to me. We haven't been shown every Pokemon that's coming like the sun and moon cycle. Yeah, I mean, they stopped doing that and they learned from their lessons. OK, though, to be fair, it made it really easy for us as a podcast during the sun and moon cycle. Yeah, because it was just like every three weeks. Here's an announcement video. Look, we took an old ability and reskinned it to a new ability and made it a signature ability for this new Pokemon. You're welcome. Uh, but yeah, it was very cute. I am very excited for this. We'll see how it goes. Uh, well, I would love to know what you guys think and if you guys are hyped. So please send those emails into pokopodcast at gmail.com. But I don't have much else to say unless you guys do. Nope, that's that's the big things I wanted to see. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on then to our Pokemon of the episode. And uh, yeah, let us know in the email, like we said. We will catch you all on the flip-flop. Poke of the episode. Welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode today is National Dex number 779, Bruxish, the Nash Teeth Pokemon. The Pokemon Violet entry reads, When sunlight reflects on the ripples created by a Bruxish grinding its teeth, the water all around sparkles brilliantly. That I believe. Uh, so Bruxish <laughs> is a uh, water psychic type Pokemon that came out in Gen 7 that everybody forgot about. And uh, uh, how could you forget this? I don't. For- I've never <laughs> forgot. I've never forgotten Bruxish. I have never forgotten Bruxish. But Bruxish is uh, it's very fun because it has like a bunch of abilities that I think people forget that it has. Uh, yeah. Like like dazzling, which prevents priority moves being used against it, which is kind of cool. Um, and then you've got, it's also got strong jaw. Uh, um, and then yeah. additionally, it's got, it's also got wonder skin, which is on like five Pokemon. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, wonder skin, what the heck? wonder skin, uh, lowers the accuracy of status moves used against the Pokemon with his ability to 50%. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I forgot that ability even was a thing. Well, I mean, yep. because it, the Pokemon it's on, uh, there's only one Pokemon that gets it as a not hidden ability and that is Sigilyph. Um, and then <laughs> the other Pokemon, Magic Guard. yeah, and then the other Pokemon that get it are Venomoth. And when was the last time you ran a Venomoth? Um, and then you it's run the Lenses Venomoth. <laughs> and then it's uh Skitty and Delcaddy, and you should run Normalize. Uh, yeah, I think no, I think you actually would. I don't think Normalize is the one you want on it. Then you don't want Cute Charm. Yeah, I think Wonderskin is the better ability by default, just because Normalize makes all your moves normal type. They doesn't Heck boost yeah. anything. Makes everything makes stab. It does make everything stab. And you can Thunder Wave oh, a Oh, it does get a 20% power boost. Okay, so maybe Normalize. But then it's like, well, then you can't hit Ghost types because yeah. Normalize. Well, then switch out. Easy. Uh, also, Bruxish is like decently fast. 92 base speed, 105 attack, uh, 70 yeah. in everything else except for HP at 68. Um, but I mean, it's not too bad and it gets decent moves. It gets psychic fangs, uh, wave crash. Uh, those are the moves it gets. Uh, <laughs> I think it also gets ice fang. I think it's ice fang. 
A lot of uh, bite moves, I imagine. Yeah, a lot of bite down. moves. Uh, and today, surprisingly, we learned it gets uh, Trick Room. Uh, yeah. Uh, it gets Trick Room. We do have a VGC team with it. Um, it is holding Focus Sash. It is. Uh, it does have the Dazzling ability, so you cannot priority against it. So you can't fake it out, right? Um, no fake out. No, no fake prankster. Out. Yeah, yeah I imagine Prankster Taunt doesn't work either. Yeah. Uh, you can't you can't do a lot of things to just shut it down uh, early on. Uh, it it's Terra type water. Who cares? Um, two fifty two <laughs> HP, two fifty two attack, four speed, adamant nature. Um, protect wave crash, psychic fangs, trick room. Because it turns out if you're just not running speed investment, you can probably just outspeed everything in trick room. Uh, yeah. And uh, there's also uh, Chien Pao on this team, probably because Chien Pao is good, and it's also for like the fast mode of the team like there's two modes you could either play uh trick room or or you can shut down trick room honestly with it as well um mm-hmm. and you also have uh you have the team you have the version that can go fast and she and pow is part of the version that can go fast um he's got assault vest sword of ruin obviously uh so you can decrease the defense stat of everybody around you 228 hp 156 attack four defense four special defense 116 speed adamant nature because you're going to hit hard uh, with your Icicle Crash, your Sacred Sword, your Terra Blast, because you are a Terra-type Grass, so you get some coverage there. Uh, also, Sucker Punch. Uh, actually, it looks kind of like a fun Xi'an Pao, uh, in all yeah. honesty. kind of looks nasty, just with the Grass-type, you hit a lot yeah. of weird things that would normally resist ice. Especially in VGC. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you would hit water a lot, which is kind of big against, like, Palafin, if, I guess if you're having issues with that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know a lot or, of the big uh, threats. Dondozo, I guess. Yeah, Dondozo as well. Yeah, Dondozo is still a big threat in VGC. Uh, but yeah, uh, let us know about these other boys you got here, Seth. Yeah, sure thing. Next thing we've got, let's start to get a little bit more into standard VGC type stuff from this point. Um, we've got Urshifu uh, single strike form with Dread Plate. Of course, the ability is Unseen Fist. The EVs are simple. 4 HP, 252 attack, 252 speed, adamant nature. Moves are Wicked Blow, Sucker Punch, Close Combat, and Detect. Pretty normal. Just yeah. hit and, uh, hard. Unseen Fist is very good in VGC when people yes, it protect. Is. I definitely saw that happen this weekend. Yep. Mm-hmm. Protect. No, you didn't. So you're, you're not wrong. And then following up, we've got another VGC staple of Tornadus, regular incarnate form. Holding the eject button, the ability is Prankster. The Terra type is Steel because I guess it just is cool on a flying type. And um, EVs are 212 HP, 4 attack, 156 defense, 132 special defense, 4 speed with an impish nature. It's a defensive tornadoes, not really here to attack at all. It's here to support. It's got a moveset of protect, acrobatics, tailwind, and leer. So, you know, you, you come in with this first, use tailwind, it gets hit, it switches out because of the eject button. Then it can just come in later and hit really hard with acrobatics boosted. So... Cool little strategy Heck to yeah, get your things in. Also, the tailwind for more speed control. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. And so your last two are going to be some more of your bread and butter hitters in the format. Uh, since this team is not running Fluttermain, but it's running its other, one of the other popular ghost types, Golden Go, with choice specs. Uh, gold, good as gold ability, terror type steel. Uh, this is 90, 196 HP, 4 defense, 100 spatak. 4 spadef and 204 speed modest nature uh, it's got make it rain shadow ball thunderbolt focus blast very kind of bulky standard type of uh golden go just be able to spam attacks freely 
Gosh, mm-hmm. we haven't really had anything that really takes advantage of that trick room yet, have we? Huh. Nope. But now we do with the best bear, Ursaluna. That is the best bear. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. A flame orb, ability guts. This is terror type fairy, just to be able to resist any fighting moves from iron hands that might try to punch it. Oh, uh, yeah. Or Urshifu, the other bears in the format. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it is a 252 HP, 204 attack, 52 defense, brave nature, zero IV and speed. Uh, it's got protect, facade, earthquake, and headlong rush. Strong boy. Yeah, this is about the standard bear that I've seen all weekend here. There's a couple changes you could make, but yeah, having headlong rush and earthquake helps just to be able to kind of decide whether you do spread move or go focus in on one target. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's a fun team. Uh, I don't know. Ursaluna is just fun. I really like Ursaluna. Oh, yes. Uh, no. Yeah. There's some crazy ones. There is a swords dance set. I, saw I know. I've game. seen I'm that. Like, I've seen the swords Ooh. dance set. Yikes. Yeah. Isn't that fun and terrifying? Yeah, it's like, oh, you're going to protect? Ha ha. I'm going to swords dance. I know. <laughs> Punish you think him. I'm protecting. Nah, I'm going to sword. It doesn't it. matter if it's fine. I just hit like a truck. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I love I love Ursulina. It's it's so. I hate its face, but I think it's I think the <laughs> concept of the Pokemon is very cute. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely one of those. The design has some miss. Like can can be a bit of a miss depending on who you are. But the, the it's not terrible. The competitive side is good. It's it's like most Pokemon designs that like I don't like initially. It's definitely grown on me over the years, mm-hmm. but I it's still jarring, yeah, uh, occasionally. But I like them. Oh yeah. All right. Well, that is going to be it for this team. We will put it on the Discord, and you guys can try it out yourselves. Until then, we are going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. For the mailbag, sending your emails. Welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you can email us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com and we might read your email on the show. Last week we asked you guys what you thought about the presents initially or uh, give us your predictions. I think only a couple of you sent in predictions. Some of you just sent in uh, what you thought. Of course, the mailbag goes on today as well. Let us know what you think about the reveal at Worlds and everything that happens. Uh, We're very excited to hear it. Uh, but without further ado, uh, this segment is always brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Taurus, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. Fictional hooves. And we'll give out the Green Taurus badge to whoever we deem worthy. Uh, it's very, very arbitrary. Um, all right. <laughs> Our first email this week is going to come from Sleeve, and I believe Seth has this one. You betcha. And there, this is a two-parter, which is what's hilarious. So I'll read part one first. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all doing well. I just wanted to give some predictions for the presents in a couple of hours before it happens. So as not to state the obvious, these are my wild cards. Number one, Paradox, Lady Anne, and Ariados teased to promote the DLC. I mean, these Pokemon need something, right? Okay, that's correct, though. That's correct, though, right? Yeah. (laughs) They were made bad and continued to be bad for two decades. They deserve this. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. Number two. Let's go Kalos, announced for next year. They're choosing this over Johto because they already have Santaloon Forest built from LEP. <laughs> 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 That's bait. That's bait. 
Number three, Pokemon Rocket Base announced as a mobile game. This is basically a mobile game where you navigate through various levels of spinning floor mazes of increasing difficulty, freeing a stolen Pokemon at the end of each batch of levels. The Pokemon company hopes this will attract all the Gen 1ers that haven't made, that rather haven't had a good maze since Gen 6. Anyway, thanks as usual for the great content. Peace and love. Sleeve. So we got that email you know, a couple hours before the Presents happens. Then, a few hours after the Presents happens, they followed up with, Update! At what point does the Pokemon Company's treatment of Raikou become bullying? Uh, I mean, I don't hate Raging Bolt. I don't hate Raging Bolt. The official art fixes it. What if, what, what if, what if but long? You just gotta stretch that, stretch that cat right out. It's not but what long. They just made him a Brontosaurus. What if, but long? The memes are gold. Now, could they have chosen, like, a better dinosaur? Absolutely. No, 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 because I looked at, like, some of the things that came out. One of them, Brontosaurus translates to Thunder Lizard. Oh, then this is perfect. Yeah. Okay. I'm even more okay with this now. I know, but I still hate it. I'm so okay with this on a lot of levels. I like his tail. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, the next one is going to come from Zay Paladin, and I believe Sharks got this one. Uh, what it do, Puckle Crew? Man, oh man, the Pokemon Presents was something else. Personally, I was mostly, or I mostly was interested in the information for the upcoming DLC, but overall it showed some really cool games and events. The IRL SSN seems really neat. Basically, it's yeah. just reskinned and watered yeah. down Disney Cruise, but I would 100% go on it if I had money. <laughs> Another portion that stuck out to me was the Detective Pikachu game. I don't usually get excited for spinoffs games, but Gritty Pikachu is just too funny for me. Ugh. It's okay. It's not gritty. You just haven't played the other one. I can't wait to learn shapes in this one. I'm excited to use the Galarian Darmanitan to punch things open. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You actually get to have Pokemon buddies this time to help do things for you. So that looked fun. Um, As for the DLC, I'm impressed by the new forms that were shown. The Duraludon evolution is one that I enjoy the most. It feels weird that there is now a bridge Pokemon, but something about it draws me in. In my eyes, it's like the developers saw all the memes about object mods and decided to not just lean in, but absolutely dunk on it. (laughs) I don't know if they're dunking on it. I think they're just like, anything can be a Pokemon now, and I'm okay with that. Mm Mm-hmm. Pokemon is something that's supposed to bring us all together, just like bridges. (laughs) Oh, God. Archolodon stands in defiance to the object haters, and I 100% support it as a fellow contrarian. I mean, Duraldon was a building, so this is... This Pokemon is meant to bridge the gap between... Duraldon, though, was a specific building. It was the Shard in London. No, no, no. Only the only the G-Max was the Shard. The little one wasn't. It's it's a miniature. It's like the, the architect's son drew the building that his dad made. That's what Duraldon is. It's fine. Daddy, look, it goes on the fridge, right? Yes. Yes, my child. I also think the other designs are rather bland besides Raikou 2, so Archelodon stands out even more. <laughs> Raikou 2. Other than that, I'm really excited for the new stories to be told through the DLC, especially since two of the characters look to appear in both iterations of the DLC as well. And shout out Corefish, can't wait to add you back to my team, little buddy. Uh, Till next time, Z Paladin. All right, here we go. Thank you for that one. We've got one more today. It's going to be from Gigasaurus Games. Hello, Puckle Crew. The episode this week really got me thinking, so I decided to write out my own thoughts about on the Pokemon Direct. The first part of this email will be my bingo card. 
I will obviously include some announcements for Pokemon Masters and a discussion on sleep. I will also add a moonshot for another mystery dungeon for explorers. I'm also going to add on to the hypothesis that they actually won't give a release date for the teal mask because I do not believe that they themselves have have themselves together enough to be able to be sure when they fall to be sure when during the fall they are going to release it yet and I think putting off the announcement would more match my thoughts on how good they are at planning their schedule. Hmm. Jokes on you, buckaroo. <laughs> yeah, right. The second part of this email is my reactions to the actual direct. <laughs> I have to say, a- an animated series about the TCG was definitely not on my bingo card. I'm not convinced by it yet, but it could be interesting, since it seems to be doing something like Yu-Gi-Oh! to keep the battles interesting. Oh man, if you watch it, this is not entirely true, but <laughs> almost. The Pokemon Masters and Sleep announcements were on my card, but I suppose Cafe Remake should have occurred to me as well, considering how much no. they keep pushing it. Yeah, I don't know who's playing this game, by the way. Who's playing this game? Uh, no one. There's, like, nobody, I swear. I still have no real interest in it, though. The TCG video game to coming to NSO is very exciting, though, since I've heard a lot about it. The physical game still has no interest to me, though, which was reinforced how much TCG material I saw at Gen Con this last weekend. Oh, including trollandtoad.com, actually. Though I do have to admit, I still spent a lot of money on other new games. So I am running this as I am watching the Direct. I did not at all expect the announcement of multiple animated series. I know, right? Isn't that so weird? (laughs) I always enjoy these short series, and I'm quite excited about the upcoming Paldea Wind series as well. I guess TPCI has realized how many people they can get to watch their IP by publishing lots of short, cheap animated series based on the fact that they have multiple releases coming this time. We still have that one thing coming to Netflix, right? Like that Pokemon concierge thing, too? It's very weird. Yeah, like December or something? Yeah, it's very weird. It's like they have multiple studios, because the TCG one looks like it's by the same one who does the who did the Bidoof one a while back. Yeah. Yeah! Oh my gosh, you're right, actually. And the tone is kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah. And then this Hisuian, or like the Hisuian Snow one, which actually got awards. It actually got like legitimate awards for it. Yeah, it did. So seeing it go with the Paldean wins one, like, yeah, it's the same type of thing. Like, it's just like, yeah, they just have a bunch of little studios doing different things. And you know what? They cater to different things. And you know what? I'm all for it. It's not bad. Yeah, no, it's not a bad thing. As for the big trailer, Ogre Pond terrestrializing in a special way wasn't a surprise, but I was not expecting a Paradox Raikou that looks like a giraffe. <laughs> I am now seriously looking forward to seeing how ridiculous Paradox Entei looks. Paradox Entei is going to be like a T-Rex or a Triceratops. I think it's going to be a Stegosaurus. I think they're just going to... I'm into that. ...augment the little volcano mountain on its back into the plates of a Stegosaurus. That's my opinion. I could see that for sure. Sh- I like that. I've seen a lot of argument for um, Triceratops, too, with the crown on Entei specifically, how they just become horns. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of things for that, so we'll see. Yeah, there's a lot of fun ideas. I'm also happy to see that Bastiodon and Rampardos are returning, because I've always had a soft spot for their designs. Diplin oh, yeah. also has me curious, because it doesn't look like a final evolution to me. It is, guys. It's definitely a final evolution. Even if it is, free sweet scent could potentially be a fun ability on gimmick teams. I am hyped for that. Yeah. Because I used a lot of Gravity Starmie back in the day, and Gravity is functioning a lot like how this ability is going to function by lowering everything's evasiveness, so you can use dumb powered moves. It's going to be way better in VGC. Exactly. When it's a partner, like, and then you have something else out firing off blizzards for, like, 91% accuracy. Yep. You get blizzards, you got the, you've got the bleak storm, like the, the thunder one that was shown, used a little bit, that has 80 accuracy. 
Yeah, it, that's going to be dumb. Diplin's going to be very dumb. <laughs> it's going to be silly. Bad, but silly. It's going to be like a gimmick mod, but it's going to be a fun one. Yes. <laughs> and it on the on the website, it showed that like it had the stat drop thing. Yep. So it's actually fi- like physically lowering those stats. It's not just a pervasive thing while it's on the field. It's going to be really good in VGC. It's going to be very good on VGC. Yeah. Finally, I am uh, pleasantly surprised that both ha- we both have the release date for Teal Mask and that it's only a month away. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say next week and hope you all have a good week. Gigasaurus Games. Woo. Well, there we go. That's the email. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do we think gets the badge? We got a lot of discussion out of that one. I know. I think it's. I think it is Gigasaurus. I I agree with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gigasaurus, you get that. You get that badge. But yeah, if you want to email us next week, let us know what you thought of the director and what you think things are going to be like when we get them. Let us know how much you dislike Raiko, and I can fight you. <laughs> I can fight you. <laughs> Additionally, you could go ahead uh, and just yeah, email us at pucklepodcast@gmail.com. Keep up with us at pucklediscord.com. You can also go ahead and follow us over at uh, Twitter, X, whatever, uh, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> uh, I guess threads. I haven't posted anything on it, but we do have that. Yay. We can also go ahead and uh, you can also follow us over at twitch.twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast, YouTube, youtube.com slash pucklepodcast. And of course, you can uh, help support the show by going over to Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, or you can go to trollandtoad.com and use code pucklepod5 for a 5% discount off on your purchase. Woo! Anything else, though? I don't think I have anything. So with that, uh, I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been Seth Milo. And I'm Shark Finnegan. Here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.